0: The following podcast is by Mr. Jim Taylor, elder law and special needs attorney, helping and protecting those who need long-term care. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders Radio Network. And we are here in the month of December, believe it or not, and so many things as people are winding down their years and you know i've been um thinking about year-end things and taking care of business and also thinking about the holidays and the new year and how to start things out and a lot of times people are making plans in the new year and so we are very lucky to have mr jim who is an elder law attorney and our wonderful um voice of everything elder law and what we need to do and we're going to be Talking about a very, very special topic today, so um one of the things i 'm going to ask each and every one of you as we're sitting down to listen to this is who do the, are the people that you need to have around you at the end days of your life whether it's whether it's your you know the guiding power of attorney, whether it's somebody if you couldn't speak for yourself uh, different things like that, and i'm posing that question because I would say the majority of you may be having people that say oh it's my daughter or my son because we make these decisions based on emotions rather than what's practical and what's logical and I think this is where we could use some guidance so Jim welcome to the show and I hope that um, I gave an adequate introduction to what is a very important topic
1: yeah, thanks, Suzanne. Yeah, I think you did a fine job. And I, if I'd realized you were going to tell them it was December, I'd have worn my grinch tie.
0: <laughs> well, you kind of got some red in your tie, there, my friend.
1: It's, it's actually Monopoly. It's it's pictures from the Monopoly uh, Community Chest and, um, I uh, love and Chance that. cards.
0: I love. That. Remember,
1: I collect I collect Monopoly uh, antique Monopoly boards, and I like yes, this tray here.
0: It, yes, you is, do. Is, is
1: a tray from Monopoly board.
0: Well, good for you. So, yeah. Jim, we have obviously um, in a situation, we're in a situation where a lot of us, how many times people will say, oh, my son and daughter will handle that, or my sister will handle that, or my, you know, whoever that person is. And sometimes that works out great if they have certain qualities that yeah. match up. But oftentimes right. they're not the right choice. And we make these decisions based on emotions rather than logic. Um, and that can be take people down a little bit of a slippery slope, including yeah. you. Um, and so I would love and thrilled today with the topic that you prepared for us today, because I think right. it's something that we all need to think about when we're appointing these very important people in our life.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it uh, and and oftentimes they simply take uh, their children in order. My oldest will take care of this if he or she doesn't Mm -hmm. want it. The second oldest will handle it. Yeah, and no, that's this is each of these jobs we're going to talk about in today's sessions. Excuse me, requires different personality traits. Mm -hmm. So I want to lay those out there for people so they can think about who is the most appropriate. For each of these jobs, and they don't have to be the same person. No. Okay. That's kind of the point. You know, just if because someone has is your agent on your power of attorney during a lifetime, doesn't mean they need to be the executor of your will no. and your goal. No. Very different jobs requiring different skill and personality traits. Very true. Very So true. let's jump in. Cause so okay. let's start live. Let, let, so uh, the uh, I, I want to actually, I've got a document, a PDF. Because uh, this is something I've started to make available to clients as they are thinking, yeah, remember, I don't do estate planning, but I do long-term care pre-planning. And that's sure. includes state, estate planning in it. Um, and, and it often also includes somebody with special needs. So that's we're trying to cover all the bases here. So I generically called this the people needed for a, the estate plan. and um, But it really, I, I didn't want to be too harsh about it but this is really personality traits we're talking about here mm-hmm. okay uh so these are personality traits of the people you need for the different jobs in your estate plan
0: mm-hmm.
1: so the important one to the principal the person whose estate is being planned or the people the married yeah. couple whose estate is being planned is their own care later in life should they get to the point where one of them or both of them can't speak for themselves Correct. So uh, I want to start with the powers of attorney. Now, I'm going to refer to the people as agents, the powers of attorney are just a sheaf of papers, okay, that that leave instructions that, you know, I, Jim Kaler, tell you to listen to Suzanne Newman, if I can't speak for myself, you're the agent, I'm the principal, and Mm -hmm. the power of attorney is the sheaf of papers, and when I say, in which I say that, okay, but a lot of people, and, and I do it, Often enough, we simply refer to Suzanne as my power of attorney. Well, technically, your power of attorney sits in a folder somewhere, and Suzanne is your agent or your proxy, depending on what your what term your state uses. And
0: it isn't active until a doctor's order signs off on it.
1: Not necessarily. That's a whole. Oh, different really? Animal. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, that's interesting. And that
1: can also vary from state to state. There are different kinds oh, okay. of... okay. I think
0: it is in Washington state. It has to be. There are... In
1: Ohio, we have both. You could make the what you just described, what we call a springing power of attorney, which doesn't take effect until the doctor says that Jim can't handle his own stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't like those because then the my other child, who... One control is unhappy that you have control, and there my other child's going to find a doctor that says i'm fine and Now we have a battle of the experts rather than someone who can actually take charge of my affairs mm-hmm. so uh springing power of attorney has a certain risk to it at the same time a an immediate power of attorney which takes effect as soon as I sign it, and then you know assuming that the the agent named in it then goes takes a copy to the bank, takes a copy to the investment house, etc. okay, so they get a chance to look at it. Um, then, um, it takes effect immediately, which then means my agent can then go take stuff out of my bank. And there are plenty of people who refer to powers of attorney as licenses to steal because the agent can go do things and the, uh, you know, with money and, and pocket it for themselves and the principal the mom or dad, uh, who signed it don't know until it's too late that the money's gone. Okay. So, so there are problems with each, and if you have someone, uh, if you're worried about someone taking your stuff, find a different person. Okay. Yep. So, but let's let's talk about the personality traits. Okay. Now, the agent, and that's who you're picking here. Okay. We're gonna t- we're gonna focus on the agent, or what we what we call the agent here in Ohio, but it, it's it's the same concept no matter what lay. I don't care if you call it Fred. It's still the person to whom you are extending your powers to make decisions. Okay um and you if you probably want to make it your spouse just because that's okay uh you you're in a long-term relationship committed to each other looking out for each other so you name your spouse first that's fine unless your spouse can't handle pressure situations if your spouse is going to crack under the strain of having to make decisions for you don't name your spouse no okay Have a conversation with your spouse, honey. I love you, but you can't handle pressure. So I'm going to name somebody else Mm -hmm. as my agent on my power of attorney. I hope you understand and and tell your spouse who it is, but um, have the conversation, but be realistic. If your spouse Mm -hmm. cracks under the pressure, then name someone else, because this has a certain amount of uh, burden. You're looking out for someone else. Mm -hmm. The agent is looking out for you, the principal. And there's, we hope they feel a certain burden of that, and have agreed to do so. By the way, don't hijack anybody. Don't ambush anybody. Talk to them before you. Okay, it's not fair to ambush somebody because you're asking them to take on potentially take on a job with a lot of pressure in it. And if your spouse can't handle the pressure, find somebody else. So, uh, so whether it's your spouse, and we're talking about the first successor agent. Uh, or your spouse can't handle it or you're single. And so after your spouse, whether you've got one or not, um, I think it, the first successor agent should be the person most likely to take you in if you need long-term care. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you can see, uh, you know, t- the person most likely to take in the principal, the person signing the power of attorney, if the principal needs long-term care. Because not every use of a power of attorney is triggered by the need for long-term care but far and away most times a power of attorney is used is because the principal needs long-term care so mm-hmm. let's write it that way and let's choose an agent that will take is most likely to take us in because the point of doing this of, of naming that person as your agent is to empower the one most likely to take care of you. Sure. Both with to make healthcare decisions and to make money decisions. So you mm-hmm. want this person both as the agent or first successor, if your name is mm-hmm. valid, on your general power of attorney or whatever you call it in your state here in Ohio, it's a general power of attorney or a... a, a, a Attorney, attorney in fact also attorney, is called by... Attorney. Yeah. Okay. In different states use different terminology, even sure. in the states, some different attorneys use different languages for, for the title, but this is the, the uh, power of attorney, which gives power over money. Mm-hmm. It extends power to someone else over your money, your real estate, your dog, your clothes, everything but your body. Right. Okay? That's healthcare power of attorney, your healthcare proxy, but name the same person and the same successor and the same second successor and the same third successor, because You want to empower the person most likely to be taking you in and taking care of you, because if you give someone else the power, especially the power over money, but even the power over health care decisions, the the person who has the power, the agent who is not your caregiver, Mm -hmm. has no realization how hard it is to be the caregiver and how much when the caregiver gets underwater, so to speak, trying to be the good caregiver Mm -hmm. can't do it anymore. Right. How much you, the elderly parent is suffering. Right. Right. Because you will always look good when brother who is the agent of the power of attorney arrives Mm -hmm. because the daughter who's taking care of you never wants to be embarrassed that she can't do the job, but it will come to the breaking point potentially. And that breaking point is a problem both for the daughter caregiver and for the parent or parents. So empower your likely caregiver to both make both financial decisions and healthcare decisions because you want them to be able to hire caregivers if they need to, healthcare power of attorney, and pay them
0: fabulous. For their
1: General fabulous. power. Of
0: attorney. So in our next segment, Jim and I are gonna talk a little bit about living wills. Those are a little bit different, a lot different in many ways. And we'll be right back right after this. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth.
1: Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now.
0: 800-494-8310.
1: Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states.
0: State of Ohio residents, you have a friend to help you navigate long-term care while protecting your assets. You can reach Jim at www.protectingseniors.com or just email him at j.k.o.e.w.l.e.r-a.f.e that's j.kyler a.f.e at protectingseniors.com Hi everyone, this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast where I discuss all things for seniors from fitness, your health and wellness journeys